Today on the Back Row Fantasy Show, we're going to do a community dynasty rookie mock draft. It's going to be me and arms calling the picks, but people calling in, hopefully, to help with some of those picks. And we will defer. We get a call. We'll defer the pick. Starting on the Back Row Fantasy Show, starting now. Welcome to the Back Row Fantasy Show with your hosts, Jeremy Barker, Aaron Arms, and Brian Hux. Hey, that was awkward. Me just about fell on my ass trying to get a drink, but welcome to the Back Row Fantasy Show. Uh, finally, again, it's me, Bark, with arms to my very far left at his home. Yeah, like 14 miles, but yeah, totally left. Practicing that sweet, sweet social distancing. Yep. That's what he's doing. So yeah, we're streaming even though it's just my ugly face. No arms ugly face, but that's okay. We're, you know, I mean, honestly, why are you why are you making these people look at you? That's That's really the question. Uh, I have nothing better to do. You, as you say, that? you have a problem, don't you? How about that? Nothing better to do. Uh, all right, all right, all right, all right. So, Arms, thanks for joining me. Yeah, Rob Sprout says he sounds so much better. Is that possible? I guess it is. I mean, first off, I could never sound better than I normally do. <sighs> it doesn't sound <laughs> bad. I am impressed with your mic technique. How about that? That's because I'm uh, almost French kissing it. Mm. Hey, hey Rob, I want you to know that if uh, if I ab- absolutely ever talk to you, one, probably would have done it if I could hear you, but I can't hear you. Rob's not here. He's just on the chat. Oh, okay. Okay. Oh, okay, okay. It's been so long. It's been so long. I thought maybe you like you put him in the feed with us. No, no, I, mm. I no, no. We'll just do it all through phone call. It'll be easy to do. Gotcha. Okay. Calls come okay. in. I answer. Me and you are still here. The caller's there. It should work out. It should work out beautifully if we get some calls. <clears throat> We so, might not. I think we will. We got there's people. Okay. Let's uh I think people would love to call in. So arms, let's start out this dynasty draft. Now listen, we're not the ball blast girls. We don't have we don't use Word and Excel for fantasy football. I got a I got a fucking pen and paper, son. I got <laughs> a pen and some paper, and you all gonna have to just kinda hang with us here and see what happens. S- so somehow I'm actually more low tech than you because I have a pencil and paper. Well, yeah, I can't erase. So okay. So twelve team dynasty rookie community draft. Did you like that? Oh yeah, it's beautiful. Good. Okay, so uh, arms. I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you the first pick because we want to get to some calls first and foremost. But dynasty pre-draft. Nobody's taken a player yet. The draft hasn't happened. Roger Goodell's not crawled down into his subfloor and called out any picks. So arms. One, By the way, one. I did. But hold on, before we get there, sure, uh, I saw sure. something. Saw something on the Twitterverse today, and it was beautiful. It said, "If Roger Goodell has any sort of sense of humor, he'll have the booze dubbed in whenever he starts to talk." Absolutely. That would be just gorgeous. Like he should do that. I would enjoy that. I would enjoy it a lot. I would enjoy that a lot. So, Arms, me giving you 1-1. It's Dynasty. It's Rookie. Your team needs something. I don't know what it needs, but who is well, your 1-1 I think we're kind of overall. approaching this as a 
every team needs a little bit of everything. Um, we obviously, so to kind of preface this, we do PPR, we do non uh, non super flex, non tight end premium. Right. Um, so if it's me, before I know situation, I think that the best overall running back in this draft, uh, as far as a year one production is JK Dobbins. Is that the pick at one, one? That is, that is. I think here here's why I think that so to put a little bit of a juice behind it I think Dobbins goes low enough to go into a great situation when I say low enough like far enough back in the draft okay so think you know maybe uh, a team that's competitive but kind of needs that running back gotcha now of course we're going to do this again after the draft has happened mm-hmm that way we, we we can compare we can compare how much landing spots mean to the dynasty community god i say the dynasty community and we'll get no phone calls it, it means everything though you're right i mean i, I talked about it on twitter and i said it, because uh, edmund's a lair i don't think anyone's going to call him their one one outside of maybe elvin ryan on twitter um go you know before we know where everything's going to land but he goes to kansas city he's probably my one one Okay. Yeah, that's a definite. And and that goes the same for like a Clyde Edwards Hilaire. Kansas City. I said Edwards Hilaire. Oh, I thought you were talking about J.K. Dobbins. No, 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 no. That's what I'm saying. Edwards Hilaire, if he goes to Kansas City, he's a, he immediately jumps everybody. He's like my four-ish right now as far as running backs. Gotcha. Okay. Well, I'm going to I'm going to take the 1.2 and feel free to call in at this point. You can call in. I won't say a lot about that. If a call comes in, you can just hang out with us while we make this pick and talk about this pick. But my one one point two, I'm picking. It's Jerry Judy. Now I'm ignoring the fact that in half of my leagues I need a running back. I'm going on best player available here as far as dynasty player pure talent goes. Like Jerry Judy to me is going to be an absolute stud at the next level i have zero doubts about it the more tape i study the more film i watch it's jerry judy he's going he's he's to me he's head and shoulders above the rest in this class now, i shouldn't say that cd lamb's close but judy CD lamb's special man judy just has i i believe in separation and, and jerry judy separates like no one else in this draft because of his excellent route running ability so judy's the one two for me we'll talk more about judy while we wait for a call Somebody hop in there, call in. Let's go. One point three. Dobbins is gone. Judy's gone. So Arms, do you is CD so, Lamb over but, Judy for you right now? No, 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 no. So Judy is the premier receiver in this draft, but it's it's closer than most drafts. It's almost like that. You remember the the, the Quan Treadwell and uh, um, oh, what's the other guy's name? Uh, Josh Dawson draft. Yeah, Dawson. Yeah. It's like that with talent, though. You know, it's like yeah. both guys are studs. And you just don't know which one you want. I, I would tell you, as uh, you'll probably catch some flack on the Judy you pick, but what I'm going to tell you is I almost went Judy 1-1. One, one. I right. think he might be the safest pick in this draft. And, and on top of something else, like I, so I go J.K. Dobbins over Jonathan Taylor because right. I think he's going to last longer in the NFL, a little bit better pass catching chops. Judy's going to last in the NFL for 15 years. Right. Let's and find out who's he, on the call real quick, and we'll talk a little more okay. about Judy. Who do I got? It's from Tennessee. 
This is Bob, Back Row Ravens. Oh, yes, Bob, Bob, Bob. Bob's been on the show before, and and Bob is probably excited to be the first person to get a pick on the community draft. We were talking about J.K. Dobbins and Jerry Judy. What's what's your take on the first two picks so far, Bob? I think that uh, I think you were a little ballsy with the wide receiver there, not knowing, uh, but not knowing where these running backs are going to end up. I think that's kind of safe. Uh, you can't go wrong. You know, you've got a stud there, and he's gonna he's gonna be a stud for years to come. So uh, it's a safe pick. I agree. And and to be clear, if Arms would have went with a different running back or even Judy, J.K. Dobbins would have been my one too. That's kind of the perfect spot for him in my opinion pre-draft. So, I wanted so Dobbins. I can't happen. get the I So I I can't get the feed for what Bob's saying. What did he say about the picks? He said I was being a little Go ahead, Bob. Re, tell arms again. I, I can't pay, hear him. Since he doesn't pay attention. You can't hear him? Barker, I can't hear him. He's not coming through my headset. Well, that sucks. I'm sorry. That's the reason I'm asking you to just kind of recap. Let's see. Let me see if I can fix that for you real quick. Real quick, like. Trust me, I'm not trying to be difficult. Okay, okay. All right, how about now? Bob, say something. Hey, can you hear me? Yes, sir. There we go. There we go. All right, Bob. Sorry about that, Bob. Tell him what you told me. Yeah, that's my fault. Tell him what you told me about pick one and pick two. I said I thought pick one was a was a solid pick. Pick two was a little safer pick because you don't know where the uh, where the running backs going to end up just yet. You know that these wide receivers are going to be uh, are going to be studs wherever they end up. It's a safe pick pre draft. Let's just say that. So I, I went pack, packing cigarettes in the background. Is that what's going on? Uh, no, that's what's me. That? I'm messing around with something. Okay, uh, he, he's complaining. I'm making too much noise. So um, here's where the whole reason I, because like I said to Barker, I would have went Judy one two, but running backs do have a touch of a premium on them uh, because the best of the best, there's not that many. And if, if if Jerry Judy ends up being that you know eleven to twelve hundred yard guy instead of that fourteen to fifteen hundred yard guy. There's two dozen of them in the league. You know what I mean? That's the reason I went with a running back that has that, what I see as elite-level potential. Hey, I, I don't blame you one bit there. I can't agree more. That's the reason why if I had to pick 1-3, I would go with Jonathan Taylor. I I, I like it. There we go. 1.3. Hey, the pick is in Taylor the off the board. Draft. I love Jonathan Taylor, but I, but I just worry a little bit. I, I do have a few concerns about the, the workload and the fumbling uh but but as far as the best pure running back in the draft best pure runner like it, it's taylor and i really thought about it there with between him and judy but couldn't do it J- jerry judy like arm said he's a 15 year guy jonathan taylor could be a five-year guy so i, I went with the yeah. long term there but i love jonathan taylor as the third overall pick in the community draft yeah I, what's not to like about him honestly that's all there is to it. He don't other like than his, guys. other than Jonathan Taylor's quote mileage, he he came out after three years. I mean, let's let's take a step and realize the greatness this guy has. If I'm not mistaken, he's the only guy who's ever had two thousand yards for three consecutive seasons. Hey, that's incredible. Um, he, he I believe just based on his average game, he would have broke the all time running re- or rushing record like week three of a senior season in the Big Ten. An actual conference with actual defenses. We do. 
I, and I love him. You know, so no. Sorry, I'm just. No, I'm not slamming. I'm just fawning over Jonathan Taylor over here. Like when people are like, "Well, the mileage," I'm like, "The guy's done nothing but produce at a high level." Yes, he fumbles the roughly like 1.8 percent of the time. I know that seems like a lot, but it's 1.8 percent of the time. Yeah, it's still a lot. <laughs> I mean, it it is, just compa- in comparison to other running backs, it's pretty crazy. Now, now, Bob. Okay, okay. hold on. Wait, just in case someone else can't get through. Bob, few closing thoughts on your pick. Was there anyone else in consideration besides Taylor? You know, I would have leaned a little bit more like where you had gone. I was thinking C.D. Lamb. I mean, a pre-draft, you know, where you don't know these running backs, they're going to end up in a committee or or what. But um, I thought C.D. Lamb for a minute, but I just I just can't pass on the running back. I mean, just they're at a premium all the time. There's just no doubt about it. I love it. Bob, if you're still watching when pick seven, eight comes around and if calls are slow, feel free to call right back in. I'm going to hop off here with it for now to see if someone else is waiting to call for pick four. And like I said, seven, eight, if it's been mostly me in arms, definitely call back in. I'll be Thanks, watching Bob. You. Let me know. Thanks, Bob. We appreciate All right, it. See you, brother. All right, Bean. All right, so we got J.K. Dobbins, Jerry, Judy, Jonathan Taylor. Until someone calls in, go ahead, Arms. I'm sorry I interrupted you, kind of. No, it's fine. I, I will I will kind of roll on with the Jonathan Taylor thing. Like, So he gets, in theory, let's say 300 touches in a year, okay? That's six fumbles. That's not that much. I know it's a lot in say, NFL terms, what but if it's six, six fumbles? Game-losing fumbles. What if, what well, if it's if, three? What if it's 50%? What if it's three lost games? I just spit all over the place. On a Jonathan get, Taylor fumble. I, I get it, but I, I know he has a higher fumbling percentage, but it's not as bad as it appears is what I'm getting at. And Tiki Barber, he figured it out. Like That he's, was his he's, big... He's the most famous one that figured it out. I, I can't think of another running back I don't, that figured it out besides Tiki. But I don't think anybody had had the problem at an elite as an elite guy other than Tiki. And I don't think Tiki was elite, but could he be true. That could be true. It's not like you know we went in there and that's that's what kept Reggie Bush from being successful. No, Reggie Bush couldn't get beyond the line of scrimmage. He finished the season with negative six yards. He sucked. Yeah, yeah. He him, All right. him and Ted Ginn, same player, different position. All right. A, All right. Was that was that your ringtone? Yes. Yes. I like it. It's tool. Gotta love it. Okay, so next call. This one's from Florida. Who do we have? Actually, uh, Rob Sprout. What's going on, guys? What's up, Di- Rob? Dynasty Rob, baby. Dynasty Rob taking oh. over. He's starting the uh, Back Row Steelers show. So, Rob Sprout oh, yeah. going to be part of the Back Row Network talking about the team we love to hate, the Steelers. Whoa. whoa. I, res- I, re- I respect them. Okay. We just, we're not big fans of the Steelers. Sorry. Hey, James Harrison single-handedly won me like two hundred dollars one night during the Super Bowl. That the the world's slowest hundred and three yard interception return that won me like two hundred bucks. <laughs> He'll do that though. Absolutely. Well, not anymore. Obviously, he's a little bit retired, but I think he's still out there and whoop everyone's foot. Uh, oh, he, yeah. he'd be he'd be the hell out of me. I'm scared to death. <laughs> so, Rob, first off, thanks for taking. The Steelers show. Looking forward to that. And then, oh yeah, after the sweet fact of that, who is the pick at one point four with Dobbins, Judy, and Jonathan Taylor gone? So I think I missed it from the beginning. Are we doing Superflex? No, no. 
Ooh. Hell no. Hell no. We're, these quarterbacks are going in round two, son. Okay. They're not going in round two, but it's gonna be it's gonna be back half round one. All right. Well, uh, I think hey, in unless, unless you think one of them, unless you think one of them's next, Mahomes. Let the man talk. Out there. Let him talk, arms. I, you know, a lot of people had a lot to say about Josh Rosen, and we see where we're at with that. You can't pick him. I know I can't <laughs> pick him. Um, I'm gonna go DeAndre Swift. Solid. I think I think that's right. a fair landing spot for DeAndre Swift because we all know, we all know that Dobbins and Swift are going to land on teams where they catapult to, you know, top fifteen running backs in theory. Rookies don't always do that, but but they're going to be highly sought after. Who- well, my concern with that is that they may wind up going back far enough in the draft in the first round and I don't really think it's going to be too far but it may wind up they land on a team that already has a three down back and you get DeAndre Swift out there who is a three down back he can catch the ball he can run the ball, he likes to run people over great vision but landing spot's going to be everything but overall talent wise I think he's worth the dynasty draft spot right now without even knowing where he is going to be so, so let, let me ask what I'm going to clarification here. Do you think that Swift is like more of a three down back than JK Dobbins? Mm, no, I, I'm about the same level with him, honestly. Okay. 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 So, I just want, I, I wanted clarification because it kind of made it sound, I thought you were saying the, like that him and Taylor were two down guys and Swift was a different level. So, all right. I just want clarification. No, 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 not at all. JK Dobbins is like uh athletic freak. Arm, arms loves hearing all that. over the place. I know. Well, <laughs> um, it makes me hot. I'm not gonna lie. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I am a Raiders fan. Uh, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> hey, hey, you, you need to calm the heck down. All right. Whoa. All right. It's getting getting spicy. Don't here. don't 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 you dare get like get against my Raiders. This isn't fair. I feel I feel attacked. Mm. Don't you have your own podcast for that? love it all right was there anybody in consideration besides swift so i'm looking from long-term type things too and i think uh i'm a very big fan of mr t higgins and that that high yeah like i Hold on a second. I love T. Higgins. I want to. I want to clarify 100. percent But above C. D. Lamb. Mm. He's, yeah. That's, so, all that, right. All right. Look. That's point, that, point that, arms. C. D. Lamb. Now Jerry Judy to me is like the top guy. To me. You know, I've said that about Alabama receivers like every year since Julio Jones. I think. <laughs> but it feels like other than Julio Jones, they they let you down a little bit. But I just don't. Th- I think Judy's different. I'm sorry, but I also said that about Ridley. Ridley is a little different, though. His yeah. only thing, like, you still got Julio there. And, I mean, they had uh, Austin Hooper, and he's gone. I think Ridley takes another step this year. Absolutely. He's going to get more targets. And who knows? Julio's getting up there in age. Ridley's the uh, new hotness. The new is he hotness. Though? Doesn't he feel like he's never going to get older? Yeah. 
I feel like he's go- he's going to have a, a, a Fitz type career. Just you wait for the fall off, and you keep someone keeps winning dynasty seasons over seasons by th- you know not thinking that he's getting older. They're like, I'll take him his last two years, and he doesn't go away. Yep, yep. He's he's still very 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 relevant. There's a lot of trade talk going on around Julio and dynasty leagues right now. At least the ones I'm in. So, I thought you meant in real life. I'm like, what? No. Uh, yeah, no. I got you real confused. Yep. Rob, just in case, we're, we're projecting that we'll get enough calls to make this interesting and fun. We're going to hop off. If it comes around to 1-9-1-10 and it's mostly me and arms, feel free to call back in. Thanks for adding to the community draft. Hopefully someone is waiting to call. Rob? All right, gentlemen. Hopefully we talk to you again this evening. Sounds great. All right, bye. See you, Rob. Right, bye. So so far we got Bob we got Bob and Rob Bob and Rob and I don't even know if any any other obs we got a Bobbert out there we might have a Bob Bobber Gene I like it so Mark you want to get you want me to take the next one yeah or we, we, we okay we'll we'll give ten seconds T- ten second countdown if you call in which I think there's a slight lag in the <laughs> there's always like a slight delay in the stream but. In 10 seconds, Arms is going to take pick 1.5 in 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. I did that for you, Arms. Who's 1.5? Man, I I, I want to go CD Lamb, but I can't help but keep seeing Maurice Jones-Drew and Clyde Edwards-Alaire. Every time I see that guy, another highlight, I'm like, dude, that's just Mojo in a different jersey. And, I mean, he was a fantasy stud, caught a ton of balls. I mean, Edwards Lair, in theory, you know, based on his opportunity, had the most best uh, pass-catching chops in this draft. I think Edwards Lair is a PPR monster. And it almost it, – obviously, the situation always matters, but I feel like he's going to go in and end up as a three-down back. Um, give me Edwards Lair at pick five overall. And – once again, Lamb's right there, but running backs have a little bit of a premium because the old ones are, are kind of shipping out as we speak. I I like it, to be honest, because Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, the pre-draft buzz is building. We're starting to get the feeling that he could go anywhere between mid-round two on back to late round one even. So if a team is going to invest that kind of draft capital in him, he's likely going to be starting wherever he lands late first to mid-second. And, and listen, the more tape I watch, I feel like we we dove in a little too early with Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. Like, the table was kind of split a little bit. Like, we liked him. We didn't love him. I'm starting to love him. I so, had him at, I think, three on our uh, last last mock, and I, I'm, I'm sticking with it. I actually still have him above Swift. I don't have him above Swift quite yet, but I, it, the, the gap is closing for sure. So... He, he is entering, like, the elite four in this draft as opposed to the second tier. Like, I, I kind of feel like he's he's definitely in the first tier with the other three guys now. So I'm with you. We'll see. All right, so we'll give it another 10 or 15 seconds. If there's no call, I'll take 1.6. And I, I think it's pretty obvious what that's going to be. I, I'm hoping there's a caller because I don't want it to be this damn obvious. So Yeah, I mean, it's chalk. It's chalk. I I can't imagine somebody calling in and not saying that it's CD Lamb. I mean, I can't imagine somebody not saying it. But all right, you're on the clock, Barker. I, I think our own Dan Rozier might be calling in. He wanted to know. He just 
came into the show. He wanted to know what guys were picked. So let's let's give Dan a few seconds, see if he hops in here and, and makes that 1.6 pick. It sounds like you're having a good time at the house tonight, Arms. Um, I've, I've, so to pass the COVID-19 pandemic thing, I've joined a COVID-19 beer chugging on Facebook and it's basically a bunch of people downing a beer in one drink. And I've already posted, I think a video or two tonight. I usually post two or three. (laughs) Mississippi. I don't, I don't think this is Dan from Mississippi. Hold hold on a second. You should change that to the, uh, the, like the pick is in just, well, I should, but I'm not, uh, who we got as Tommy. What is up, Tommy? How are you? Really good. Tommy, I don't, I don't recall. Okay. Explain. We, we've known everybody that's called in so far. Do we know you? I, uh, no, I'm actually a friend of Bob's. That's I, even better. I heard, him, I heard him call in a minute ago, so I just decided to call on him myself. That's even better. That's awesome. Thanks, Thanks for calling. Th- Thanks, Tommy. Bob, yes, sir. Bob's an okay enough guy. <laughs> He's all right. <laughs> 1.6. Do, do you know who's been taken thus far? I do. I do. Good I've been deal. keeping up with it. Well, one six is all yours in the community draft. I am going to go with my favorite receiver in this draft, and that is Justin Jefferson out of LSU. Ooh, caught me Woo! off guard. I thought you were taking my guy, and you didn't. I like it. Mm. I, see, this is why I wanted to do the community draft, because me and Arms, it would, it, it would not be fun, because we've already kind of went through who our top guys are, and it would I don't hate it. No, I don't, I don't hate it. it. Well, I mean, I... But the crazy- well, the crazy thing was, is he was the second best receiver on his own team, and I think he's the best receiver in this draft. So, okay, <laughs> there's an argument to be made. I'm not. I'm not going to rebut that too hard. I'm not as high on Justin Jefferson as everyone else is, but but I I understand the love for him, so I I won't go hard after it. Like if you would have said uh, KJ Hamler or something, I'd be like, now nah, wait a minute here, hold on, Tommy, hold on, <laughs> you're off the shit. No, no, I, listen, I, I like the Jefferson pick. Um, I don't think he's as far behind his lamb as a lot of people have, but give us your reasoning other than best receiver. Tell, tell us a little about, about Jefferson and what you like. I've, got, I've watched him play, and I think the guy has spectacular hands. He, I've seen him make some great catches. He runs great routes. I just think he's, he's the next one in that, in that LSU succession. You know, you had Jarvis Landry, you had Odell Beckham, Justin Jefferson. I think he's the next one. I, 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 I like it. Hard to argue. And, and you know what? He he understands how to catch a ball from an NFL caliber quarterback. Um, in theory, he's going to go to a team that's got someone you know that's more than capable to, of getting the ball you know in an accurate possible catch range. Jefferson Jefferson has looked nothing but a stud for a year at least. Yeah, you know, he 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 flashed a little bit last year, but this past year he was great. I'm just going to agree. I mean that, that that whole offense blew up, and he was. Him and Jamar Chase were the two main guys. So that's true. I, that is true. Let me ask you: How much higher would you have had Jefferson on your big board? Would you have had him as a top three guy at wide receiver? Uh, no, o- o- overall dynasty overall? rookie drafted. Say, say I would probably. Yeah. I would have him. I would have had him fourth or fifth. Okay. I would have so the. Go I would have gone. I would have gone. Jonathan Taylor, uh, Dobbins. Um, then I'd probably gone with Swift, and then and then Jefferson. 
Okay. Okay. Yeah. Fair I'll enough. Are you also an LSU fan? No, I'm not. All I'm right. actually a, a university. I'm, I'm, I'm a University of Tennessee fan. So. Even better. So, so this is no bias whatsoever. This is just watching and analyzing and coming up with Jefferson being, you know, your guy. So I like it. Absolutely. Tommy, thanks uh, for calling in. F- oh, go ahead, Arms. I'm sorry. Oh, I was just going to say one thing that a lot of people say. They're like, I don't see Jefferson doesn't look fast, and I'm. I'm just sitting there thinking he's playing in the SEC. He's playing against the best of the best every week, and he's getting open, and he's you know getting past the best DBs and getting touchdowns. Like, what more do you want out of a guy? Everybody's he, perfor- passing that conference. Yeah, he, he's he's passing like he, he's just he's showing that he's playing an NFL caliber game right now. What what's not to love? I love it. I love it. I feel like I'm on around the horn. I'm the one guy. I wish everybody's videos right around me that'd be that'd be beautiful it could be done but no time give me all the points that's right yes ding (laughs) ding 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 tommy wins all right tommy thanks man if it gets late round one and you haven't heard a whole lot of calls if you're still watching feel free to call in again we definitely appreciate it and this is exactly what i wanted out of this thing a little curveball thrown at us because cd lamb's still there yet justin jefferson's off the board and it's it's hard to argue with at least conviction i will say so tommy Thanks. Hopefully we talk to you again later this evening. All right, guys. Thanks. Thanks, man. See you. Thank you. Bye. You know, it's it's fun. Did you do the round of horn reference intentionally? Yes. Okay. Okay. Because for, for those of, the, of you who, uh, who don't follow me on Twitter, Woody Page followed me. And then after I posted a poll, the just it, it was uh, in good fun. It was just disagreeing with him in a poll, and the poll agreed with me. Um, it wasn't like a blowout. I mean, 50% of the people said I was right, and like 36 said he was right, and then there was a couple other people that didn't. It, long story short, he blocked me. I'm like, man, come on, Woody. I even thank you for your engagement. I thought it was awesome, but then you blocked me. You're, Get over it, man. You are not the buzz to his Woody. Man, clearly. Yeah, clearly. I, I'm kind of glad I didn't get the follow just so he could block me because like one or two conspiracy posts and he'd have been like fuck this guy (laughs) fuck this guy i I mean he blocked me he blocked dan he blocked dan for what i think for tagging me on his post i'm not even (laughs) joking i'm seriously hard tagging that cracks me up you guys harassed woody page i mean whenever uh, i I was so like pumped that he followed me and like then engaged with us a little bit. I'm like, I was t- telling Lanny, I'm like, do you understand? This guy had his own show on ESPN. This is so freaking cool. And then he's like, eh, F arms. Like, dude, Woody. As most bro, people, as most people uh, agree. Yeah. You don't, he doesn't even know me well enough to hate me. Most people hate me because they know me. He got that first impression that, that I did and the rest of your friends got. He's like, yeah, no. And if he, he would have like, just gave you some time. Yeah, it, might have it worked is what out. it is. So, all right, no caller yet. I'm going to take 1.7. I can't stand to see it any longer. C.D. Lamb, this is an absolute steal right now, in my opinion, at the 1.7. I think he should have at least went 1.5. I'm not sure who I would have taken him over, but I probably would have taken him over probably DeAndre Swift. Honestly, I would have went C.D. Lamb up there so he don't he doesn't go in the top five he goes at seven to me woohoo i love cd lamb uh jerry judy it's it's just the the idea that jerry judy's one of the best route runners that todd mcshay has profiled in 20 years that's a little bit of a sticking point oh yeah and mcshay's not wrong by any stretch of the imagination jerry judy 
is NFL ready if there ever was NFL ready. But C.D. Lamb, just that slight tick behind him. C.D. Lamb could, we we can all admit, Jerry Judy fans can admit that C.D. Lamb might be better than Judy at the next level. He has the potential to be better. It's just wait and see. Uh, with the 100% there, I mean, the, once the ball's in the guy's hand, it's hard to believe he's as big as he is because he doesn't move like it. He moves like he's 5'7". You know what I mean? Like, he gets the ball, makes three guys miss, and see you bye. Right. That could have something to do with the, the program he's in, right? Could have something to do with the fact that, you know, he's had three uh, Heisman finalists, two of them are winners in a row. I mean, that, that stuff matters, of course, but – yeah, yeah. Actually, it does, I feel like he only played with two of them, but still. Yeah, but but I mean, there wasn't uh, there wasn't a, a name as big as a Henry Ruggs or a Jamar Chase that was taking attention away from CD Lamb. CD Lamb did this with a lot of attention on him. Uh, like just quick off the top of your head, like most people don't even know his running back. Think about that. Like you know what's happening. It's a P. It's a P. Ryan or a Mixon, right? Like one of their brothers or cousins or something. No, no. The the P. Ryan's in Florida. Okay. Okay. Oh well. So yeah, there's really nobody to take the attention off Lamb, and yet he was that damn good, anyways. So to me, it's a steal. One point seven. C. D. Lamb. I'm gonna go ahead and start writing one point eight. Anyone can call in within. 20, 30 seconds, and then it's back to arms, even though arms just took Clyde Edwards-Hilaire at 1.5. Hey, get Bob back on here. Bob, call back in. What a surprise. Is there a surprise for you yet on this list, arms? Uh, Jefferson went like a pick or two above where I thought he would go. I mean, it doesn't shock me where anybody went. Honestly, you at Judy at two – in most drafts, I think that it'll go like running back, running back, running back, running back. Then we'll move into those uh, wide receivers. I don't know. Kind of obvious. Well, that. a lot of it becomes based on situation, right? If in theory those running backs all go into most likely to start situations, you know right. what I mean? That, that that's the way you got to play this game. You know, you you think that any running backs drafted is going to be in a spot to where they're going to be in a prime position to succeed? Bob heard you. He wasted no time. Thanks, Bob. <laughs> no problem, fellas. <laughs> Bob is back, and I've also got the level on my uh, Bluetooth on my phone louder, so we'll be able to hear Bob better as well. Bob, any surprises out of the first seven if you've followed and know who the first seven were? No, no. I mean, uh, C.D. Lamb dropping, you know, falling back was a little bit of a surprise. Uh, with Tommy uh, calling in and taking Justin Jefferson, um, that was a little bit of a surprise, but uh, – but that was probably the big one so far. I agree. So, are you going to throw another curveball at us with 1.8? You know, I don't know. I don't know what you'd consider it. But at 1.8, man, I'm going to take T. Higgins. I, looking through the list, I mean, he, he is probably the logical next receiver. To, well, no. Yeah, it, it, most people have Henry Ruggs before half these guys already. Yeah, I, and I don't like that. I just don't like it. I, I think we're on the same page. So go, go ahead and tell us a little bit about your thoughts on T. Higgins. It seems like you like big guys. Well, Henry Ruggs is going to be a popular choice, but he's, you know, he's a Deshaun Jackson at best, in my opinion. Thank um, you. You know, I think if this was a best ball league, I would lean uh, Ruggs all day over 
over T. But the bottom line is T. Higgins is going to get red zone. He's a big, strong receiver, kind of that Brandon Marshall type of mold. I like and if he ends up – if he ends up somewhere like a Baltimore that needs that red zone target, needs someone, whoever drafts him is going to draft him as that red zone target. And I think the touchdown potential, the upside there is going to be great. I don't I don't know if he's going to be a PPR stud by any means, but I think the touchdowns will be there for him. I like it. I like it. I like the Brandon Marshall comp too. That's actually a pretty good comp with T. Higgins. First time I've heard that one, honestly. So I like the comp. I, like he's a go up and get it guy he's a great route runner i mean i, I it, let, let's just call a spade a spade if there wasn't three other guys in this draft it, almost every draft we talked about this i believe on the show we where we profiled those rookie receivers t higgins is a premier receiver in damn near every draft we ever look at he just yeah. falls a little bit in this one because these other guys just seem to have outshined him this year Love yeah it. he's not as flashy He's not the shiny new toy, but he's consistent, and uh, I think he's going to produce. That's right. Once again, the perfect cop, Brandon Marshall. I love it. I like it as well. Bob, thanks again. We finally have a caller waiting. So, again, all right, we get to round two. Feel free to call back in. We're going to go to Dan Rozier in a moment. I'm going to have to tell him, like, to call back. I, 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 uh, I hung up on him. <laughs> Just call him back. He's waiting on your call. He's, he's waiting by the phone. He's pacing. All right. We'll call him. All right. Here we go. And this, you know, it's going to be exciting because Dan, he's probably going to, he's probably going to come yeah, in with. Dan Rosia, if you could please leave a name. You son of a bitch. Back. He's beeping in. There we go. Hi, Dan. How you going, guys? We just cussed you because we got your voicemail, but you were calling while we were calling. Ah, so good. I expected What's more. I expected more excitement. I thought Dan would come on and be like, "All right, back row bandits." <laughs> Didn't happen. No. Okay. No, no, no. That's on. That's on a recorded loop. I only do that once, like a month ago. I haven't had to do it since. So. Yeah. We can <laughs> break the recording out if you want. Arms, if you've listened to the Giants, the back row Giants show, it is. It's. It's. It's a good time. I got. I got to. I got to tune in. It's a good time. Um, any back row and share it with your mother do all that sort of stuff yes just share it with everyone i think we might have lost or, there he is i'm here you i was just gonna say i want to i want to thank everyone who's already participating and doing a podcast especially you dan and guys are still spots open but go on with your pick dan yeah so we just had who was it t higgins go t higgins yes yes sir i i i was either going to go him he went so Denzel Mims. I think that's a slam dunk pick there. Love that it. Can't be a I yeah. absolutely love I'm, it. I'm loving these wide receivers that you're getting after the top three or four go. There's a stack of them, but Mims just—he looks like the real deal. He's got everything going for him. And I can imagine like Minnesota have two picks, right? Like pairing up with a guy like it doesn't sound great pairing a wide receiver up with Kirk Cousins, but I'd love to see him in Minnesota. Oh, man. That'd be a good pairing, too. Adam Thielen doesn't have hamstrings anymore. Denzel Mims could have the whole team to himself. I think that'd be a great place for the land. And even San Fran with 631, right? they got another one at 13. So, yeah, I'd, yeah, I'd love definitely. to see him at a place like that. Yeah, he could go late. He could be he could be fantastic. And with Bookie Drafts, you know, he could be a... I feel like it's, it's Lamb and 
and Judy. I know we had two who else went with the receivers early. Uh, Justin Jefferson went a little early. We got Judy at one two. Justin Jefferson was the next wide receiver at one six. CD Lamb seven. Like those, yep. yeah, it feels like those top two or three are going to be interchangeable, but like still getting Mims around that you know one nine back. I think you've done pretty well. Yeah, I, I Mims has the potential again. Just like most of these guys, I don't know if Higgins could emerge from the pack as the best guy out of this class or not, but Mims has the the upside. T. Higgins is safer, but Denzel Mims is the upside. I would have had Mims above as well, yeah. I would have had Mims above, but it's, uh, you know, even, even uh, the other guy, uh, Jalen Rage is another guy that I would have had Mims above anyway. So I think, I think Mims is in that top two to four there, yeah. Yeah, I agree. I love Denzel Mims. I think 1.9 is a, a beautiful landing spot, too. So hopefully this can play out in leagues where I have picked nine. Once again, just oh, yeah. a, another testament to how amazing this draft class is. I mean, seriously, right now, are you in a position to where you, if, if you were kind of deadlocked in knowing that you're going to have the first pick next year, would you trade that to try to get a guy like – cd lamb at six or seven i probably would just so you guys know rob sprout just commented on the chat and said mims makes circus catches because he can't get open (laughs) (laughs) oh lord okay i i love mims i'm sorry i i think it's gonna be you know I'm trying to think of another name. Somebody who doesn't have the Devonte Parker kind of isn't the greatest separator, but he can outball you. But Mims has the speed. He just needs some route running. He needs to be I mean, taught some route running. That's why he can't separate. His route running uh, is subpar. So of course he can't separate. A guy that never separated but was productive, Marquise Colston. Like he always got it, but I think Mims is has got more speed. Yeah, Mims is, Mims is a different little different breed than colston colston's colston was michael thomas before michael thomas basically yeah so, except for not, michael thomas is fast and can jump he's michael thomas is better but it's always open you know colston was always open so i love the mims pick uh now it's really starting to get interesting because most of the guys that i'm really high on at least position player wise gone so dan if you don't uh hear anyone else calling in as we dive into round two feel free to call back no problem guys back row bandits hey i love it hey by the way by the way hang on i i've got blocked by wooden by proxy of knowing arm you've got what i got blocked by woody page because of arm it wasn't well yeah of course you did arms pisses everyone off i just i was just kind of just tagging along and bam, yeah that's what arms does man you hang out with the guy he gets you in trouble he gets people to hate you it's what it's what happens what picks up next one sorry in 10th overall so the 1.10 1.10 yes (laughs) (laughs) this is not to be confused with 1.1 which is the first pick overall i love it i'm gonna i tried waiting i I gave it as much as i could i was gonna hope to get on to you know 109 or whatever i still got near that 110 1.10 1.10 1.21 gigawatts dan thanks hopefully we talk to you again in the 
as this goes on. Let's see if we let's see if we're lucky enough to have another caller. Dan, we'll talk to you later. Thanks, Dan. Back row bandits. I love when he says that. You've got to listen to the Giants podcast because Dan just Dan's magic on the mic. He's not magic Mike, but he's magic on the mic. So he's probably magic Mike. <clears throat> we already had one Florida call. I'm pretty sure. Could it be a different person from Florida, or is it Rob Sprout? It's still Rob. <laughs> it's still Rob. Rob wanted that 110. I do want that 110 after seeing men go at 109. That's disgusting. That's not disgusting. <laughs> it not is. Disgusting. Watch the tape. I've watched the tape. I, I agree with you to a, to an extent, but a little bit of route running, teaching, will will go a long ways with Mims. Uh, I guess. At least I got an I guess out of it. So (laughs) 1.10 or the 10th overall or the 1.10 as some call it. The 1.10 as it was. As it was. Who is it going to be? Since you didn't like Mims, who would have went at 1.9 if you had that pick that you're now taking at 1.10? Jalen Rager. Jalen Rager. You're going Rager. Just out of curiosity, I, I don't hate it, but you're going Rager over Ruggs. I don't hate it either. Uh, it's, I'm not a big fan of Ruggs. I think he's a bust. Same. I, I won't say bust. I'm not a big fan of, of Ruggs. I won't say bust. But I think, the, I think the comp was very appropriate whenever he said he's Deshaun Jackson. Right. Or, or worst case scenario is the scariest part, and it's John Ross. Like that's that's a I'm now don't get me wrong, I know that Ruggs has more size, but I, I still think there's a possibility if he's not Deshaun Jackson, he's John Ross. Uh, I could see that. I mean, either way, he's dude, still going to go down the field high, and try to beat people with Ross just a straight a route. Pick. I, I I'm not disagreeing with you one bit, Barker. I'm just saying, wow. I mean that. I, just the fear, it, the fear yeah. of Ruggs being another fast guy, another Tavon Austin, another, you know, another one of those, not, not Jerry Judy's, <laughs> another straight up the field kind of guy. I know he can do more. I know that he can. That's why I don't think he'll be a bust. Like I think he's got enough talent. He's got tons of talent, but I think he can capitalize on it enough to where he's not a bust. But I just like these higher. I won't say upside. God, see, I, I would give Ruggs all the respect in the world if it wasn't this <laughs> wide receiver class. This wide receiver class, I'm just more interested in these other guys than Ruggs. But if it was last season, Ruggs would probably be up there in the top five wide receivers for me. I'd agree with that. I think last season, Ruggs was able to come out. I think he was looking at a little bit higher draft. Um based off of what teams are needing. And I think right now you get like Jalen Rager out there and the guy's fast. He's versatile. He takes the ball out of the backfield. He can kick return. He goes down. He can burn anybody down the field. He can run slants across the middle and isn't scared to get hit. He's got great hands, doesn't drop much, and a nose for the end zone. So uh, here's the way I see Rager. I see him the he's, way Rob described him. I just can't put him above the other guys. No, what what I'm going to say is I see him. He's a weapon. He's not a wide receiver. 
Like I think he's a guy who's going to do an end around. He's going to they they may put him in the backfield a little bit. He's going he can do everything with an immense amount of speed. I I love Rager. I like Rager a lot. So and I do think that he has more wide receiver ability. I think he has the potential to be a number one, whereas I think Ruggs will always be a number two. That's what that's what I'll say. That's what I wanted to say about Ruggs all along. The talent is there, but I don't think he's a. I, I just don't think he is a number one. I think Rager, as we mentioned on a different, uh, did we get a Mississippi call earlier? Uh, yes, it was Tommy. I think it was. Might have been. Yeah, I think it was Tommy. But anyways, I think I'll call him back. Anyways, I Rager has the potential to be what I compared him to on one of the past shows, more of a Steve Smith, and I don't. I don't see Rugs as a Steve Smith. Right. I'm with you there for sure, and I think he's already a little more versatile with his route running than Ruggs. He's a little more talented in that aspect, and he can get open. I agree. All right, let's see who was on the phone from Mississippi. I like the Rager pick because it keeps things interesting. So, Rob, thanks again. We may talk to you again soon. Let's go on to Mississippi and see if Tommy wanted to give another pick. I think it's Tommy. All right, guys. Could be Must be. Thank you, Rob. See you, Rob. Thanks. All right, let's call him back because he he's he he's loving it. He's loving it. Like a McDonald's commercial. Let's see. You you go to the number and you hit call back, Barker. It's, it's I already I already call. did, bro. Do we already have him? You on here, Tommy? What are you doing? You talking to me? Yes. I'm talking to Shane, my uh, nephew. That, Remember, this is remote. There we go. Uh, I think we have Tommy, but arms, you, your mic is a condenser mic, so it picks up everything, even the. Oh, oh fuck yeah! Oh yeah! Oh, give some, give some to Jay. Jay. Oh. All right, dude. Tommy, are you back with us? I am, guys. How are you? Holy shit! You could well, if you, you could probably tell how we are at the moment, but. I imagine you're dying to make this 111 pick because someone that you love fell. Absolutely. This guy was actually in in the discussion last season of being near the top of the draft. You're not going to say – Okay, God, I I was going to stab you if you said Justin Herbert. Oh, absolutely not. (laughs) This is the first pick that I don't love. Which I love LaVisca Chenault. I really do. The tape is, is great, but but the more the what more the I've looked at that? I don't know. But the more I've looked at things with LaVisca Chenault is is he is he is somewhat likely to be the wide receiver say, the wide receiver if, Tua. Like I don't trust the health issues. So I thought you were gonna say he was gonna be Cordero Patterson. I've seen that comp made. I wasn't gonna steal it. I just I worry that LaVisca could be an injury concern at the next level. I don't necessarily okay. see that that Cordero Patterson comp. Patterson can never really run a route. No, he could. even when even when he was in college, he was not a yeah. good route runner. He was just fast. And LaVisca's more uh, physical, so absolutely. I I, I don't hate it, but I I worry about him a little bit. I love him. I'm going to take him. Um, you know, if I can land him in the second round of, of rookie drafts, I'm doing it. Regardless, he of won't my be concerns. there. I know. 
But if he I was, had I had two or three guys that I was looking at there, and he was he, he was the best option in my opinion. Hey Tommy, I want you to know that my if I had picked one ten, which is one point one zero, I was taking Lavisca Chenault. I, if you didn't pick. call, if you didn't call in, and that was my pick, I was taking Chenault. I like that pick. Like I said, that I, I had I had two or three guys out there, and I was looking at there, and Chenault, in my opinion, was the best of three. Well, Rob Sprout was wrong about who, about what he was saying. He said Arms was dying to pick Rugs, so that's not the case. Arms would have went Chenault over Rugs as well. Rugs getting no love. Great minds think alike. <laughs> I look at Ruggs like a Ted Ginn Jr. type guy. Not a bad comp <laughs> which, which is very Deshaun Jackson-like. I mean, it's like the yeah. generic – Ted Ginn Jr. is generic Deshaun Jackson. I mean, it is what it is. And I'm an Ohio State yeah. fan, but it, it is what it is. That's what Henry Ruggs is. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm waiting to see if someone calls in and, and says that Ruggs not going before 12 is ludicrous. Luda. But so far – Nobody's pounding the table for Henry Ruggs. So we'll see what happens next. Tommy, thanks again. We may hear from you again four or five or six picks down the line. We really do appreciate you calling in and giving the picks, and I love Chenault. I hope I'm, wrong about, back, his, hope I'm wrong about the injury. So we'll talk to you soon. All right. See you guys. Thank you. Arms, have at it. One twelve. Here's here's the problem at 112. I feel like I, I'm either a getting a steal or b getting an absolute disappointment, and it's Cam Akers. He's still there. He's still in theory a three down back. The guy had the worst offensive line I've ever seen in a Power Five conference. He could be great. He could be hot garbage. I don't know. I feel like I'm taking a chance here, but man, Cam Akers, whenever he gets in space a little bit, he looks so damn good. But the problem is he never he didn't get in space at all at Florida State unless he did it himself. Yeah, I agree. And but it's hard to tell what he could do behind the line. Landing spot is gonna be everything for Cam Akers. So Cam Cam Akers could be a whole new what was it? Uh Ryan uh shit, give me Matthews. a for the Ryan Matthews. He could be Ryan Matthews all over again. That guy who jumps to the top five in draft picks, you know, in in a startup draft because of posi- you know landing spot, and then disappoints all the way through. Right. Or, I mean, he see here's here's what I love about Acres. He also has the potential to be the best running back in this class if he lands in the right spot with a line, and we find out, holy shit, Cam Acres. Just needed a line in college. I mean, he still played well, even with a even with no line. Cam Akers still played well. I love Cam Akers, love, love, love Cam Akers. But again, it's it just depends on where he goes. He's the type of back because of his college production and because he doesn't look like a top three to four running back. The wrong team could take him, and he could be a part of a committee that I don't want a part of. But he could also outshine and, and push the other guy out of the committee. It just depends on who All it a, is. A Joe Mixon-type landing spot. Right. It just depends on who it is. If he lands in, like, Atlanta with the Todd Gurley, then I'm going to take Cam and, and wait a year. Uh, but if he lands, I don't know, New York Jets, where Lev has the possibility to play a couple years there, 
Like, I'm going to be a little worried about him and Cam Akers are drafting him really high. So I, I need him to, to fall somewhere where he's either going to be a starter or he's only going to have to wait a year. So. All right. That was uh, first round. Mark? Arms, I know you were, you've got some things to do. We, we've got one more pick. That was pick 11. Or Yeah, we got one more pick. No, that was pick 12. We've got J.K. Dobbins at one. I, I I missed Rager. I missed Rager. You're right. Sorry. Yeah, Rager at 10, Chenault, Akers. So we can roll into round two. We can save round two. I heard you were – you told somebody 20 minutes because that mic picks up everything. I even heard you talk badly. Yeah, sorry about talk that. Talk badly about Rob Sprout there. I, I heard that. <laughs> It was Dan I was talking badly about. No, I'm joking. Rob was, Rob was picking on you about the rugs thing, so I figured I'd try to cause a rivalry. Ooh, more whispering. Yes. I, I'm, not, I'm not whispering. I'm nodding quickly. Yes. All right, should we save round two for a different show? Well, we probably won't have a different show unless we do it before the draft. I, you know, here's what I'm saying. Just roll with it. Just do it. Well, you want to bust through round two? Bust, bust through round two. All right. Round two, pick a 2.1. I really, I really kind of want to stop the fall. But you know what? I'm not going to. Brandon Ayuk at 2.1. Mm. He's the prototypical slot receiver for today's game. If he lands in a New England type situation, if he lands in a Miami where that position is wide open. Uh, at least on the inside, uh, Brandon Ayuk's kind of guy that he 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 could be Jarvis Landry. You know, he could be that. Woo! That's someone complaining about your Brandon Ayuk pick. That was loud. So that that was uh, Tennessee. That was Bob. So Brandon Ayuk, that's my guy, Bob. If you don't care, since we're going to bust through this second round, so arms can get to what he was doing. No, no don't sweat it. I got time. I was about to say he could just comment on the chat, like maybe he he was just that against the no, pick. No, so just do it. Uh, Chris Foster message said the Lions and Patriots working on a deal for the number three pick. Oh wow! Oh, that's for a quarterback. But there goes Tua. I hope so. I'd be completely fine with that because I'm a, I'm scared of him. I'm a little bit afraid of him. All right, I'll call. I'll call Bob back so we can see what he had to chime in about. Actually, Bark. What? Bark, what I'll tell you is I, I really like the Ayuk pick. I, I yeah. Actually, he, he was in consideration where I would have taken Chenault or Cam Akers. Yeah, I like Brandon Ayuk a lot. So let's. Uh, what, what, what is this, Bob? Is this retaliation for us not picking rugs or is this what's going on? No, no, no. I've just I've seen enough of the slide now, so I'm going to go with Henry Ruggs. Two point two, Henry Ruggs. All right. Let's let's stop the bleeding here. Now, are you stopping it just for the sake of Henry Ruggs, or are you stopping it because you believe that he's he belonged higher? No, I don't know if I'd say he belongs too much higher, but listen, whoever drafts him, they're going to draft him in the first round. They're going to force the ball to him. You're right. So he's going to have some production, and right now we're 
we're grabbing receivers and running backs where they may be uh, buried for a while. And I think that if you want to, if you want someone that's going to contribute right away, I think Ruggs is that guy now. Okay. I don't hate it. I mean, it, the slide was, I considered it. I was looking at, I, I was like, like, honestly, who would I really want more in fantasy? Iuka Ruggs. And I just, it didn't take me that long, but I was like, I just have more faith in Brandon Ayuk. I, I just, some of these names are just a little bit underrated. And I think Ruggs' name is just a little bit overrated. So I'm going to go with my gut on that one. But I, I like that you stopped the slide because 2.2, he really shouldn't fall much farther. He shouldn't fall any farther than that, actually. He probably won't fall that far, to be I honest mean, with you. Yeah, we're, we're going to catch hell for Henry Ruggs falling this far. But, hey, we're going to blame it on the community callers. Yeah, it's not our fault we don't like Ruggs. It's yeah, your fault. It's everyone else's fault. Too bad we made sense. They caused this, yeah. <laughs> Bob, thank exactly. you for calling that one in. The rug slide stops. If anyone else is going to call in, make it fast and furious as we're going to burn through round two. Thanks again to our man, Bob Miller. I think he already hung up. Okay. All right, Mark, you're no, up. No goodbye, Bob. Come on. Actually, you took, you took, I, oh, fast and furious pick at 2.3. Who is it? I am going to go with Tua here. If the, if the Patriots are, are, are going to try it for that pick, I'm going Tua. Tua Tagovailoa. Who we got on the phone? This Tommy. Tommy. Tommy, that's what that's what I thought. Yes. Tommy, Tua, it's done. Thank you. Now let's move on to two four. Tommy, thanks again. Yes, sir. Thanks, guys. Peace. I'm gonna go ahead and sn- snag two four before our next call comes. I know in. who it is. My boyfriend, <laughs> Joseph Burrow. Joey Burrow. I am. Oh, somebody! Somebody wanted to interrupt your listen, Joe Burrow listen, call. L- listen, bef- uh, go ahead and answer the phone. But listen, I I think Burrow has a chance to be a absolute top level quarterback. This isn't a, another you know case of was it the Brandon uh, whatever the dude's name is from Oklahoma State years ago. This is this isn't that that kind of guy. He is yes a fifth year senior, but he's he's a stud. He broke so many records he played in an nfl caliber offense the guy understands defenses he understands the game he's going to be great and to get him at two four it's a steal i feel like there's a lot of trade-ups that's what these calls are like the pick is in <laughs> i love it man burrow should have went ahead. burrow should have went ahead of Tua. i i don't like the Tua pick at 2.3 at all but hey if Tua goes to the patriots i don't hate it but i, I digress rob what's up if burrow goes to the patriots i don't hate it Burrow's not going to the Patriots. Right. No. But he's not. Patri- if the Patriots are moving up to three. No, no, no. Just hear me out. If okay. Tua, if if the Bengals go Tua, because no he's, he's, he's checked out, Mm-mm. then yeah, then Burrow falls to the Patriots. They're not taking – there's no chance at, in at hell. At three. At three. No chance in hell that the Bengals are going to take Tua. No chance. They would take Herbert before Tua. I think you're wrong on that, but okay. I don't think you're wrong. I think that they want somebody they can guarantee they can put in right now to get Andy Dalton out of there. If it's and not, Tua's not a sure bet to actually start right now. If Tua doesn't go to the Patriots, if they deal for pick three, I'm starting to believe in the slide of Tua. If I'm not, mist- if I'm not mistaken, I think Tua checked out and is, should be ready for rookie minicamp. 
I don't think keywords it should be. It doesn't. I don't think it matters anymore. I, I think teams are like two bad ankles, a bad wrist, a bad hip, and a bunch of nicky knack injuries. Like this is too risky. We're talking about risky on two guys who are quite potential, quite possibly generational level quarterbacks. I understand we're, that. We're talking about guys who have a. a Peyton Manning level game understanding coming out of college. Keep that in mind. I'm not saying he's Peyton Manning. And a Drew Brees coming out of college level game understanding. These guys are special. I understand that. But I think people are going to be scared off just enough to where if it's not the Patriots at three, we could see two of all between six and ten. That's the slide I'm talking about, between six and, and, and ten. And one thing I will say about Burrow going out the door on this is between his – Last two years, it showed me more than anything his coachability. He was making mistakes. He was putting kind of risky passes out there that in the NFL would have been tipped or intercepted, and he adjusted that. He showed that he can make the the proper adjustments to be successful. That's what I love about Joe Burrow. He also has a lot of talent around him, so that helps. Well, you it, send it helped, it Joe helps. Burrow to a talentless team, and we'll see what happens. So did know. Tua. I don't know. So so yeah. did two. I the argument can be made to had more. I agree. I, I I think they're both. I think if if they're both healthy, I agree with arms on generational talents. I agree. So yeah. we'll see. All right, we'll see. So who you got at five? Well, I was calling to pick Joe Burrow at four, ah. but you beat me to it. <laughs> All right, well, you're on the clock at five, son. I traded up. Yeah, I'm on the clock at five. You just used on my clock time. So <laughs> I'm going to go. He does that to me week in, week out. <laughs> Is this your first I'm time listening? I don't stop talking. No. I know. I'm going to go with uh, Brian Edwards. South Carolina? Oh, yeah. Brian Edwards. He's moving up the boards. Look, that guy, when I watch tape on him, he reminds me of Julio Jones. Ooh. Like he he will beat you for any contested catch. He can get open across the middle. He's not scared of trying to break a tackle. He has his eyes out in the field all the time and is ready to go. He is good. I don't hate it. I don't hate it. He. I'm going to tell you he's probably in my book four or five picks high. Just just throwing that out there. I don't think so. I think this is a good spot. So in all the mocks that I've seen, I am picking him. Probably four or five picks high too. I agree with that. But oh, I like it. I've been watching him. Like his numbers have changed. He got more receptions this year than last year. I think the yardage is right around the same, a little over eight hundred yards. But the the guy has. I don't know. I think the team just wasn't as good this year, and he still had good stats. And and you know what I mean coming from a school like South Carolina I mean what what kind of quarterback play did he have you know what I mean that that right. those things obviously come into play let, let, literally rewind Odell Beckham Jr. Jarvis Landry trash quarterback play they were average production wise in college great in the NFL absolutely all right well let's move on I'm gonna make my pick Rob thanks again and and again all right, guys. and again. Someone else after me and arms pick again, jump right in by all means. Thank you, Rob. All right, have a good night. You too. Thank you. 2.6. Uh, I can't let him slide anymore. It's Michael Pittman Jr. for me. Uh, I like it. Uh, that's one of the guys that I had above Edwards. 
Yeah, yeah, I have him above Edwards too, but not by a ton. I actually like the Edwards pick quite a bit. He's kind of a, a late riser going into next week's uh, crawl space draft. So, yeah, I, I like both picks. I think they're interchangeable right there. But, see, I, the only thing I would change right now is Tua not picked yet. So, that that's the biggest thing I, I would change at the moment. I think he's he should be coming up rather than already gone. But Michael Pittman Jr., there's there's rumors he could sneak into the late first. Arms, I this could be what you said it would be. They, they could break the round one record with some of these late risers. There could be more receivers taken in round one than there ever has before. I mean, it's been said many times on, I think, first draft that this is the most, like, first level, first round talents that they've seen. And once again, it's special draft. A lot of these guys will get pushed down just because of how good other guys are. That they might drop to the mid second round. Right. So. Yeah. I mean, that's where we're at. Even if we were in our preferred league format, 13, 14, 15, 16, right now Edwards and Pittman are second rounders. And that's, that's kind of perfect right now, even, even if it's a 16 teamer. So there we go. Arms 2.7. This is where it starts getting a little, little, little dicey. dicey. A little dicey. A little dicey. So at 2.7, I'm going to take a guy that athletically absolute freak. Um, ha- injuries are concerned, but man, he flies whenever he gets in space. He's ridiculous, and that's Anthony McFarland. Whoa. I, I just, yeah, I like McFarland a lot. Um, he, I've got other guys that you know, like him, Moss, Keyshawn Vaughn, AJ Dale, and all, all those guys are awesome. But I just, I feel like McFarland's going to be the guy who somehow forces his way onto the field out of that group first. That, uh, I, w- I will say, I, I, that surprised me. I think that's, uh, I'm an Anthony McFarland fan, and I think that's high. I think eh, you might be high. I'm, I'm, I'm uh, taking a stab here. You got to think, I've already, I've got Dobbins. I've got, well, I guess I've, I've, got, I've got three running backs now, but I like running backs. Yeah, well, it, it's, it's, a, it's abundantly I'm he- clear. I'm, he- I'm hedging my bets with my running backs, I guess. Well, I'm, I'm, going, to, I'm going to throw a curveball right there with you. This is this is fantasy, so I think of a guy that can catch the ball really well, and might even be able to run the ball really well. Two point eight. It's Antonio Gibson out of Memphis for me. Whenever you said catch, I'm like this. He's going to do that. The dual threat guy. Oh yeah, Antonio Gibson is. I, I mean, this is a this is a threat for. Maybe 150 touches on the ground if he falls with the right team, and and maybe maybe as much as 75 targets through the air if he lands with the right team and and they see what they can do with him. I mean this this could be a steal in fantasy drafts, and it could be it, it's a real sleeper pick in my opinion, especially just where does he land? Where does Antonio Gibson land? Most teams see him as a running back. Reportedly, only one team sees him as a wide receiver, which tells me. He's getting drafted as a running back, a running back that can catch the ball. So I, I'm really high on it on Gibson as a sleeper pick. And we've seen the the Duke Johnsons of the world become RB one level guys as that third down back. Right, and, but but Gibson is a totally different breed. I mean, he's a, you know, this is a it's a reverse. Is it a reverse? No. What Anquan Bolden play in college? Was he a quarterback? He was a quarterback. Never mind. Quarterback. But Antonio Gibson is, you know, he he's the reverse guy. Wide receiver, converting to running back. 
there's a lot of potential there with a running back that used to play wide receiver, and I'll, I'll bank on the potential. All right. So we don't have a call in just yet. I'm going to go ahead and take I, – I, I'm just going based off what I the eye test. I'm not going to go off the measurables, but I think I love Isaiah Hodgkins. I, I just feel like he forces his way onto the field as well. He, he seems to, you know, catch – balls that he shouldn't he fights for it and i i know the pack 12 is just so wide open and defenses are you know hit and miss out there but i think hodgkins has uh has some special ability and you know to get him at two nine I, I, it's worth the risk for me that is really really high in my opinion like that one's that one's higher to me than mcfarland but th- there's the beauty about it if you like if you really like a guy you you can't take a chance. So he he's not going to be there in the third for me though. I think he might have. I doubt it. I think he might have. Not an offensive only draft unless people, unless there's going to be a run on running backs real quick, which there probably will be. Looks like we're finishing this one out. Arms two point one zero. I got Zach Moss. I know you hate him, but I still like Zach Moss, and I'm hoping I can land him late round two in drafts. I don't know if that's going to be the case or not. But I do hope so because I think he is the last of these running backs. Maybe not the last. There's one other one. But to me, he's the next to last guy that could actually seize a starting job in the right situation. So, Zach Moss, for me, you go ahead and slam it, and I'll just listen. Um, Somebody trying to jump in. That's like the the broken glass. Stone Cold Steve Austin just, just interrupted us. I should have changed it to that. That would have been better than the NFL sound. All right. Let, let's <laughs> let's let Arms give me his thoughts real quick on Zach Moss, even though I know what they are, and then Rob can make no, this pick. I, I, I don't think Moss is as special as a lot of people do. Um, it, I think he's going to have to wait at least a year to find a starting job in the NFL if he ever does. Okay. Fine. Whatever. Rob, who's your pick? <laughs> I love your conviction. AJ Dillon. AJ. I like it. Hey, can can, can we agree on AJ Dillon just being discount Derrick Henry? <laughs> discount Derrick Henry. I don't know about discount. I just think he likes to run people over. Discount but does he to the to the the clip that Derrick Henry did? He's got the ability, but man, I mean, on occasion you see that one on one, you're like, well, he's just going to mow this guy, and no, no, he doesn't. He, he, A.J. Dillon, more than anything, he's got to get the mean streak to be a successful NFL running back. But he's got the size, and he's got the speed, and he's he's got the agility. I like A.J. Dillon. I, right. I, I think I, I think he's going to be at least uh, probably first, second down back. I don't know how he's going to do as a, a three-downer. I don't think that he's going to be that 418. But like first, Keyshawn second down Ball. pounder, I think he can get through. Give me Keyshawn Vaughn over him, and then Dillon's the next guy for me, but. Okay. Still, still can't argue pick. that. I like AJ Dillon too. I mean, you get a a potential, you know, fantasy RB two slash three this late in round two. It's worth a stab for sure. Now, there will be no more picks because we had a text in, and I'll accept it. Bob called back in, and I, I like the pick, so I'm going to end with it. Cole Komet, he makes sure the best tight end in the draft goes off the board before the third round. Liked it, so I input it. I, I don't hate it. Here's what I will say about this draft. About where I took McFarlane, 
I would probably take a stab at uh, one of the defensive players, like a Chase Young, Isaiah Simmons. Just throwing that out there. Gotcha. So big names left out of the first two rounds on the surface, just looking in. Justin Herbert didn't go in the first two rounds. Eno Benjamin didn't go in the first two rounds, thank God. Uh, Keyshawn Vaughn didn't make it. KJ Hamler didn't make it. Those are the I biggest ones in Vaughn, I would take him Vaughn at 12. Jordan Love didn't sneak in there either. I'd have taken Hamler at 12. So I'm ha- also a Penn State fan, though, so i got to get my guy. So, Hamler, who'd you say you would have taken at 12 arms? Keyshawn Vaughn. Keyshawn Vaughn, okay. Yeah, Vaughn would have been my pick over Dylan. But then, but then, see, that that would have made one or the other go at 12 for me. So, it's a good thing we got that text in Cole Komet. I do like like the Vaughn, Moss, uh, Dylan, uh, like all those guys are – I'm, I'd be satisfied with any of them. If I was, if all three of them are left and I was pick twelve, I'm not trying to trade up for pick ten. I'm right. just throwing that out there. Right, I like it. All right, well, thanks for calling in yet again. Looks like it's a two round draft, and that's where it ends. It would be fun to go three, but there's just we would start getting into some. We would start digging into some poop. Oh, absolutely. We 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 yeah. I see yeah, another. Please, I, see, then. I see another guy that we left out that. He could sneak into the to round two, depending. Oh God, he could sneak up a little higher. Chase Claypool, depending on the landing spot. You never know. As Notre Dame receivers, uh, they they tend to people get down on them, then they get real high on them, and then it's like ah, I don't like their their position, and then all of a sudden they have a two hundred yard game out of nowhere, and you're like shit. Yep, I'll say it again. I, I should have taken. I should have taken Golden Tate. I should have taken Will Fuller. You know, I still love Miles Boykin. I'm going to love Claypool as well. All right, guys. Well, I'm going to jump off here. Enjoy your evening. Thanks to everybody that called in. Go ahead and jump off, and then me and Arms will close out. All right. Thank you. No, no Jake from for Arms. Did you leave? That MFR left. That's how the show ends. Arms leaves me. All to my lonesome to close this show out. He just left me. He thought I was closing out when I... Thanks for listening to the back rail. Lonely quarantine fantasy show. This concludes another episode of the back row fantasy show. Thanks for listening, and be sure to give us a review. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.